0: And we are going to be discussing all things chills, thrills, and kills. Kate and I are going to be talking about our favorite books, TV shows, and movies that are in the thriller or crime fiction genre, as well as some reading habits and other items related to how we met on Bookstagram um, that will fit in with this podcast. So thank you so much for joining us, and we hope that you have fun and get totally terrified. Well, hello there.
1: Hey. How was your day? My day was good. How was yours? Mine was pretty good. It's about to get even better cuz I'm about to go see the Eras Tour movie.
0: Oh, you're going tonight? Mhm. What time is that?
1: 7. <gasps> oh
0: my god. I know. All right, I'm so excited. Fucking show on the road. So the next week's episode <laughs> is going to be Kate's
1: exclusive
0: and very lengthy review of the Eras tour movie.
1: Yeah. Um they're gonna convert you all. yeah <laughs> I
0: love that. Um well that's very exciting. Yeah um I guess I have an icebreaker then which I guess there nice. is probably a Taylor Swift that you could come up with but um yeah. My favorite way to unwind at the end of like a long day, like before mm-hmm. I go to bed, is to like scroll on TikTok for like an hour. And oh, it's yeah. like random shit. Like my f- for you page or FYP or whatever it is called is <laughs> like all over the place, but like still yeah. that hour in the day is what I need before I f- fall into a slumber. Right. Um but you are a big TikTok fan as well. Oh so. yeah have there been any like songs that were trending or anything that's been trending on TikTok mm-hmm. that you kind of like fell in love with that you probably wouldn't have found without TikTok
1: Oh yeah well probably I kind of like Olivia Rodrigo's stuff Mhm enough like It she is like just young enough that it's like you kind of feel like an old person trying to like be like yeah I'm as cool as the one who's twenty, but (laughs) (laughs) definitely TikTok because like all the bad idea right TikToks are so funny when people are like using that song for like stuff they know they shouldn't do when it's like. I just cried about budgeting and now I'm ordering DoorDash. (laughs) So I saw those and then it made (laughs) that song get stuck in my head. So now Tyler's even an Olivia Rodrigo fan and he even plays like Vampire and Bad Idea Right and Get Him Back like just on his own. It's just in his own playlist now. So Olivia Rodrigo infiltrated us via TikTok.
0: Like officially my favorite couple. (laughs)
1: Thanks.
0: (laughs) The Rodrigos. (laughs)
1: you right i know her name her last name's cooler than mine
0: you have a very cool last
1: huh? (laughs) it's not the coolest last name i mean i'm not mad about it you have a
0: cool last name
1: yeah tyler sometimes goes by tyler jordan literally well there are a couple different reasons sometimes it's easier for people to remember but Mm -hmm. I'm always like it would be I would prefer having our name last name be Jordan and he kind of would too. So maybe we will be one day. Oh or it'll be my pin name. I'll be Kate Jordan. <sighs> God,
0: I know. I feel like you have all of these, like like your podcast personality is like uh-huh. Kate the Great.
1: Yeah. And then like
0: your day job is like Techie Becky. <laughs>
1: yeah, you're right.
0: And then like when you write a book, it's gonna be Kate Jordan.
1: Probably. I think you're right.
0: Mm -hmm. Gotta keep them
1: all compartmentalized. Oh my
0: god, you are like such an enigma.
1: I'm obsessed.
0: (laughs) Oh, thank you. Um, What did you
1: find on TikTok? Did you get obsessed with anything?
0: So oddly enough, the reason I came up with this is because Mm -hmm. like, I'm I'm obviously very excited to be here with you tonight, as I always am. (laughs) But one of the downfalls of us recording is there is a song that I found on TikTok that nice. I have been obsessed with so when you said like Olivia Rodrigo and it was music I was like oh my god I love this um yeah mine is there's like a mashup that someone did of Billy Bossa Nova by Billie mm-hmm. Eilish and West Coast by Lana Del Rey
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it is like like Every time I would like scroll on TikTok and it would like come in, I'd be like, oh my God, I just like love this so much. Cause I've always been a huge fan of West Coast by Lana. And I was like, oh my God, I love this. And then like I finally found it on like Apple Music. And Mm -hmm. I've just been like pretending like my life is a fucking movie when I do it. Like when the chorus comes in, I just want to be like, oh my god when the chorus comes in yeah i want to be like speeding away from like a crime scene (laughs) or like a jilted lover with like the leaves flying from behind my car yes you know like (laughs) like i go out at night but (laughs) right same
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean the craziest thing i'm doing is going to a movie theater in two hours (laughs) oh my god i'm so excited for you i'm excited i think it'll be a lot of fun yeah
0: i will oh my god you're gonna have a fucking blast are you gonna get popcorn? i know
1: yes because i'm actually probably gonna get their commemorative um popcorn buckets that are like that say heirs tour and mm-hmm. cups and it's like i'm definitely a taylor swift fan i definitely have way more knowledge than your like average person thanks to tiktok but like <laughs> i'm not someone who really is gonna like wear someone's face as on a shirt so mm-hmm. I haven't been interested in any of that merge. Like it's it's just it's just not there for me. But I was like, I mean, a cute little pop popcorn bucket that could go on one of my shelves would be cute. So I say totally do it. hmm And they're 1989. That's <laughs> that's the price for the that's combo, so cool. the bucket and the cup. <laughs> um, yeah.
0: Yeah. When I've done the last two scream movies that I went to in the theater, they had uh-huh. like the popcorn buckets and the cups, and I got them as well
1: yeah so I'm excited but I mean it's like
0: it's it's kind of like fun and exciting like there's not a lot of concerts mm-hmm. that are shown in a movie theater you know right. Like I can't think of any I've seen them on like streaming services yes but
1: this is apparently I'm Justin Bieber's was the last one to make <laughs> this much money and she beat that record Nobody was buying a Bieber bucket, okay? <laughs> like, right? I, totally... I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> like this was like smoothie hair era Justin. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Baby um, Justin.
0: <laughs> that's so cool, though. Oh my god, I'm so yeah. excited for you. This is yeah. an exciting week.
1: It is a very exciting week. Because you brought something to
0: my attention.
1: I did. Mm-hmm. Because a podcast actually reminded me. We were watching a podcast uh, Tyler and I were that was talking about how most podcasts like everyone has a podcast but most podcasts don't make it past 20 episodes and i was like oh, we have and then i was like wait a second and i knew i knew that it was about this time that we started last year right and then i looked and october 4th or 6th now i can't remember which one was our podcast anniversary oh i know <laughs> we kind of missed it but we ca- i caught it a couple of days later so i'm yeah. fine with that
0: If we would have recorded it last week on our episode, like,
1: I know it would have
0: been like, you know, yeah, it would have been like, oh, it's going to be a year and like tomorrow or something. So I think it's like kind of cool that we had like a full year. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. So that is amazing. And I would say that the past year having you as my partner in crime and as my friend and everything with the podcast and outside of the podcast mm-hmm. has been such a whirlwind and such a blur yes. and I am like super grateful for your friendship you've been like you're one of my closest friends now and mm-hmm. I like tell you everything and I don't like going long periods of time without us talking so <laughs> I, know. I mean the past <laughs> year has just been such a blessing so fun yeah and
1: blessing yeah yeah I agree it's been very fun I didn't have many people that I got to talk to about books until recently Mm -hmm. so like talking to you more and then just like having a place to talk about books has been so fun too yeah yeah I'm and food clearly books and food oh my god I know
0: I'm so je- I'm fucking so jealous of your movie theater popcorn. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I would be sending you pictures. I'll oh be like, Don't God. you wish you were here? <laughs> Send me pictures of you like you're flown in and gone to it. With I know <laughs> you're,
0: you're buttered like fingertips yes. at the end of the movie. Yes. Um. Maybe I'll fly to you when the Beyonce one comes.
1: Yeah. Did you see? So her movie premiere was last night, and Beyonce went, and they were doing. They had some like cool power female energy going on I together. saw that
0: yeah I saw I that, that. It was really a lot
1: cool. yeah because I hate that the fandoms try to pit themselves against each other and I don't think either of them like are like going after each other in real life they're like guys come on
0: yeah well the thing is is like I <laughs> I have a friend or had a friend who was a huge <laughs> Swifty and would be like constantly comparing them and yeah. like would probably just do it to be like an instigator but like Mm -hmm. I would just always kind of be like I just think not just this person but like any Swifty or any like Beehive member who does that it's Mm -hmm. just so weird because it's like literally comparing apples and oranges like they're completely different artists like they each have their strengths and they kind of you know their strengths outshine one another like Taylor Swift is not doing the choreography that Beyonce does but you know but Beyonce is also not like playing a guitar and writing songs right. like Taylor can, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah,
1: I just think that's like They're so ridiculous.
0: Different. So the fact that they were hey, like together, Jesus. like snuggled up in a movie theater, I, I was like, that. fuck yeah, girls. Like I Ugh. loved that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, now that we're the Beyonce and Taylor Swift of, <laughs> um, podcasting, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, do you feel like, how do I say this? Do you feel like things have changed for you as a reader in the last year? Because I've really enjoyed watching the changes and, like, our mm-hmm. reading behavior and our reading tastes yeah, within the last year.
1: So, mm-hmm. like,
0: what do you think has been, like, something that's changed for the better Yeah, because of the podcast?
1: Yeah. So um so I was researching our topic and it was like blowing my mind like there were books that I was like well I didn't read that one this year so like the ones that like changed my taste so much I was like there are so many of them and actually all of them have happened in the last year so the really obvious first one basically my answer for this one is multiple books because I just couldn't help myself but that I think I partially read Seven Lives of Evelyn here, Seven Lives, <laughs> the Seven Husbands. <laughs> uh, she's not a cat with Seven Lives. Um, Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo was definitely like the first one, but I think it was because I was more on like Bookstagram and Book Talk in general than I had been. So it was kind of like having the podcast and talking more about oh. books got me in front of more books, um. And that was actually like, I read that in December of 2022 and it feels like it was so much longer ago, but I also asked you about it before I read it. Cause I was like, everyone talks about this. If you read this one and you're like, yeah, I really did love it. So I may not yeah. have read it if I didn't have you being like, no, it was good because I really had never stepped out of at least like some aspect of mystery, if not thrillers. So I just had yeah. it. So then from there, of course it's like everything else in all of the other books and taylor jenkins reads i don't know what the world is called the multiverse where there are like four books related um but i read daisy jones after that and was obsessed with that malibu rising was so good and then carrie soto and i just loved all of them and then a few months later um i read did you hear about kitty Carr, which was similar to evelyn hugo because it takes place uh in early very very early Hollywood basically and I just loved it so much and I still like sometimes I like still try to be like maybe I will like this fiction and sometimes it really is just too boring for me I'm like the pacing just isn't the same as a thriller or whatever yeah but the ones that I have enjoyed outside of the thriller genre have been so fun
0: yeah I agree that's like funny too that you say that is because like I feel like when we started the podcast, like, our reading Mm -hmm. was very parallel to one another. Yeah. And now it's, like, more, it's more of, like, a shock to me or it's more of, like, Mm -hmm. it's less common now for us to have a book that we are reading in common.
1: Yes, I agree.
0: You know, like, it's a very specific kind of thriller, that Mm -hmm. we're reading at the same time and if not like it's kind of like we're like both like doing our own thing yeah Mm -hmm. um which is so funny to me because you I like I I would have thought that like our reading would have been like super parallel like more buddy reads more like us having like the exact same tbr so the fact that it's like kind of gone in that opposite direction yeah just really kind of cracks me up but it also Mm -hmm. like shows how much like the book community and like just readers in general can have so mm-hmm. much in common without having to have book titles in common
1: yeah yeah I agree with that
0: like I used to have like my palate cleansers would be mm-hmm. um some books by like Saxon James and um mm, mm-hmm. I would just kind of like read them and be like, oh, that was like a nice like male male romance, like kind of like steamy, not like super like deep or, you know, any like it was just like a fun read. Yeah. And then from there, I ended up like finding my friend Holly who recommended a bunch to me. And when I found yeah. Kismet by Ashley James and I was like really into the characters and their story and the next thing I knew, like, I was reading, like, all of the C.E. Reiki books and just, like, going on this tangent of, like, reading all of these male-male romances and, like, romantic suspense, you know, like, dramatic romances, like, fun, fluffy yeah. ones. And so the fact that I've, like, kind of, like, changed that, it's, like, almost that's how I view my, like, my version of your Taylor Jenkins read.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, like. I agree.
0: And now it's like a thriller is like my palate cleanser.
1: (laughs) I know you've like flip-flopped on it. Other than like your auto-buy authors, you'll probably always. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Have there been any, like, speaking of auto-buy authors, like (laughs) what is like something that like you've continued in the last year that like, wasn't like necessarily a change, but like.
1: Yeah. Well, of course, most recently what I read is both an autobiography author and not a shock that I loved was Midnight is the Darkest Hour by Ashley Winstead. Uh-huh. And I was actually, Tyler was asking me last week, he was like, did you finish it? And I was like, yeah, it was really good. So he was just like asking about the book in general. And I told him, I totally forgot. Cause like when you, you read it months before I did, uh-huh. um, and you even said like, there was like one part, you were like, you're going to go crazy for it. Like, this book is for you you're gonna love it so much but like enough time had passed that I kind of forgot so I wasn't like completely reading it with like oh when am I gonna have that moment and there's a sentence near the end that's just like I almost had to like jump out of bed and start like doing victory laps because it was so amazing so yeah she was amazing once again of course and everybody needs to read it it's so good she just did so many genres in one is like the other crazy thing when I was trying to explain it to Tyler I was like there's just a lot going on but it all works
0: (laughs) yeah yeah 100% yeah I love that oh my god I love that book so much I know she's definitely not you did your casting this week I know I'm glad a lot of people you know the funny thing is is like I feel like I have like when like when I do them if it's mm-hmm. like a really popular book, like some yeah. of those characters come so easily to me yeah. that it's like easy for me to make the choice. But then, like, when I go to post it, I get that like uh-huh. heart drop moment where I'm like,
1: oh yeah, because
0: this book's popular and a lot of people have read it. Like, I hope mm-hmm. that people don't like be like, ha, rah, 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 rah. <laughs> so <laughs> I always get like nervous, I'm especially nervous with like hers because <laughs> she's always like, she'll always give like really good feedback with them. Yeah. So I never want to like disappoint.
1: And yeah Owl by author yeah um, i loved it though i loved oh you my God, it. I know. we both thought of ruthie so not ruthie that's the main character we both thought of sadie for ruthie <laughs>
0: yeah yeah um and i think ashley did too
1: that's because she I was mean, like she this is perfect. just like
0: yeah this is just in my head yeah and i love i love sadie sink um yes i think she's excellent in um um Stranger Things
1: oh okay that is why that is the big thing she's I knew she was in something big that I didn't watch and I was like which one is it
0: I haven't caught up to Stranger Things but I think she's excellent in that and um she was in the 1978 Fear Street movie on Netflix Mm -hmm. they did like the trilogy a couple summers ago um and she was in the um the second one, which was the 1970, and she was a fucking bad ass in it. Nice. So,
1: yeah. Add that to my list.
0: I, I think that my like auto by author that like continued with mm-hmm. me, that somebody that I love who's done a shitload of different things
1: mm-hmm. is
0: yeah. Catherine Ryan Howard.
1: Yeah, I was torn on this one.
0: Like when she like when her book came out, The Trap. Yep. I was like, I'm going to read this because it's Catherine Ryan Howard. I don't really, I didn't really know what it was about. I didn't really care. I knew that like the cover was beautiful and that she wrote it. And I was like, I'm just going to go in blind. And when I did, I was like, wow, like she just can do so much. And like, you know, her books are thrillers, but like she can do so much with her characters and her plot twists and her reveals and easter eggs and like yes. all of her books kind of have like different feels but like uh-huh. they all really hit the mark for me when it comes down to like the subgenres, like the um dark academia
1: mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. a
0: book that's like loosely based on true crime um a book that yeah. has like a movie setting for the plot um god what are some of the other ones <laughs> just anything like anything right. she does like i, I just, know i, I still have always... some of hers
1: i need to read
0: i've got so them that all i can right
1: have read all of them
0: right there that's the little Captain yeah Ryan howard shelf um, i actually don't
1: have i don't own any physical copies of hers i'll have to change that <laughs> but yeah that boy that, that book had a lot of things that you love about it about books but some of them are spoilers so I won't say them
0: I know I know it's like I don't know I just feel like she's like always going to be like I could just be like male male romance for the rest of my life but like when a Katherine Ryan Howard book comes out like I will read it you Mm -hmm. know um yes kind of like how you are with Taylor Jenkins Reid like even if you decided to only read thrillers the rest of your life like you would pick up a Taylor Jenkins Reid book
1: Yeah, which also means I need to test out some of her other ones. But we'll see when I get to them.
0: Uh, Some TJR fans have very strong opinions on, like, Mm -hmm. what you should read. So I would put something, like, in your stories on Instagram and see what you get for feedback. Uh Because, like, some of them are like, oh, my God, you'll love this. And, like, read this in this order. And, like, save this for last. Because I remember I did that. Mm -hmm. Um god I think it was like when Daisy Jones and the Six came out
1: mm-hmm.
0: and like I was like yeah hmm.
1: but... yeah one the one true loves one sounds like it would wreck me but maybe I could get through it because it's like she's she marries someone or is about to marry someone and they think he dies in a plane crash yes and then she falls in love with someone else and then he actually he comes back shows up alive and I'm like i don't even know what i would do
0: i watched the movie
1: oh yeah i forgot that one was made into a movie yeah
0: i liked it i like the movie nice i'm I'm sure with her writing style the book is i know
1: i think i would probably enjoy it once i got sucked in
0: Mm -hmm. yeah but i i really enjoyed the movie Mm -hmm. um so i think you would like that one
1: Ooh, little love- tv slash movie spotlight Ooh. um we watched the other black girl the adaptation on hulu and here's my like very short <laughs> review of it but the changes that they made for the tv show i was obsessed with it made it feel more like a thriller um it was more fast paced but it still stayed true to like the core of the story Mm -hmm. and it was very fun it and this hot take was maybe the first time where i liked the tv show more than the book well that's so there's that for everyone who's looking for a tv show to watch
0: that's awesome yeah check it out I my little TV corner <laughs> the other night I very like quickly caught up to tell me lies I only have the finale left
1: oh my god
0: and I was just like I just forgot how much I love this story and how much it's I so love Good. like oh, I just remember like that book was so good and like I love Carola Lovering
1: and they were yeah the way everyone's like involved which i didn't read the book i ended up starting the show before i knew there was a book but mm-hmm. at least in the show the way that like everyone's perspectives has like different information kind yes. of yes yes yeah. i love that
0: yeah the book is a lot different there's like more of like a wall That's what i thought at the end yeah um So that's why, like in the first like couple of episodes, I was like, uh, "Why are they giving us this information so quickly?" And then, like you know, as I'm watching the show, there's still there's
1: two big wallops at the end of the TV version.
0: I have all I have left is the finale, so I might watch that tonight. The
1: finale, like it was one of those ones. First of all, it's like one of the most guilty pleasure shows I've ever watched. Like everyone is truly terrible. Like really, some pretty terrible people. But I love not Evan. Loved- okay, you're right. You're right. I you're love right, him with them. all of my
0: heart. Like, if <laughs> anybody says anything bad about Evan, I'll be like, I'm not watching the show anymore. If he does anything like horrible.
1: <laughs> okay, except for Evan. Everyone's pretty terrible. Like, you're sometimes you're like, why am I so in love with this? But like I could not, I could not stop watching the show. My jaw was on the floor at the end of it with the like last two scenes. Oh it god. was wild so wild oh my god and it's I'm not gonna... i know it's not in the book because i read reviews about it so you're gonna you're gonna have a nice surprise
0: <gasps> oh my god well i heard that they had renewed it for a second season and i was like yeah, how are they gonna carry they did... this on
1: you'll you'll understand how yeah yeah there, there's something they do at the end where it was like that was my reaction where i was like okay nice they were setting it up so that they could do another season if they wanted to
0: It kind of reminds me of, um, like, a college setting of The Affair.
1: Yes, I totally agree with that.
0: And I just, like, love (laughs) Stephen. What is wrong with me? Like, I know that Evan is, like, the guy that I should end up with.
1: (laughs) Right. (laughs) But I don't
0: mind wasting time with somebody like Stephen until I get to my Evan yeah <laughs> so yes. but i was like oh my god why is he so there's like one this isn't like a huge spoiler it's just like everybody mm-hmm. knows that Steven's an asshole
1: yeah
0: right the, he's really, the hot scene, he's
1: really hot asshole he's really hot
0: asshole but, but there's one that. scene where and this isn't a spoiler like i just don't no. really think it's like that big of a deal because it's small but his yeah. acting is so good in it when he they're they're out for evan's birthday they're like out of town and when Steven takes the camera, mm-hmm. I was like, I know, oh my God, they yeah. make like, they take like the smallest things or like something that doesn't require a lot of dialogue and just like fucking like, make your jaw drop.
1: Yeah, that is that sums up the show. in yeah. One sentence. It's-
0: so you're caught up with like current things and I'm reading or I'm watching a show that I should have finished <laughs> like two years ago because <laughs> I, I mean, was like so pumped like I read the book in like a day
1: before the show
0: came out and I was mm-hmm. like oh my god like I,
1: I caught up to it and then like the show came yeah. out and I was like nah, I have time <laughs> yeah
0: but it's so good
1: it's the epitome of toxic relationship drama
0: oh my god I know Ugh.
1: And it will make you question your taste in men with how much you like Steven. It's just true. You'll be sitting there like, why do I like this so much?
0: I never question my taste in men because I know that it's trash. (laughs) <laughs> and you do too right, it may just and make you,
1: you come face to face with your taste in men. yeah
0: i'm gonna like text you at like two o'clock in the morning because i'll be like well i finished this at 11 but i've just been staring at myself in the mirror yes <laughs> self-reflecting for the last like three fucking hours oh my god uh that's like
1: oh.
0: a, yeah that's like i would definitely re-watch that show too
1: yeah I'm, well, that am such a huge before break. the second season comes out we'll Ooh, see yeah let's do that yeah. um
0: god is They're there like dating. i face. know that's crazy and what's his
1: face i can't think of his name now
0: jackson white
1: jackson yep
0: yeah um did you watch that ambulance movie
1: i did It was like it was he won, he's totally different. You wouldn't think he was the same person.
0: He's like this meek little like geeky cop. I I I, like like,
1: almost could not believe it. There was like something else, I can't
0: remember what it is, but when I saw him in ambulance, I was like, oh my god, I recognize him from somewhere. And Mm. then like he was kind of different in ambulance than he was in like whatever it was that I had recognized him from. And I was like oh my god. And like I just like fell for him. And like Ambulance. Because I was like he's such a little sweetheart. Oh my god. And then when they announced the cast. For Tell Me Lies. I Uh was like the sweet security. Or the sweet cop from Ambulance. Is going to be this like. Diabolical asshole. Mm -hmm. And I was like. Like the first episode I was like oh my god. He's a diabolical asshole.
1: I know. It's like major props to his ability his range yeah because he truly is being a different person oh my
0: god that's like that? i think that's like one of the things that would like scare you just, me about. It, also
1: if you've only looked at pictures of him and you're like what are these guys talking about you need to see him and tell me lies that's the yeah. answer
0: yeah it's kind of like like i love jake gyllenhaal but like everybody's like oh he's like the sweet boy next door kind of vibe like and i think of him from prisoners right where he was like the like tough like emotionally distant cop right with neck tattoos
1: like there's plenty of movies well yeah but there's plenty of movies where he's not being a good boy
0: (laughs) but he was like a sweetheart and broke back
1: yeah i actually haven't seen that movie I probably should watch it it's one of those random ones that just got missed from my childhood <laughs> as you can imagine <laughs> oh my god you will
0: love it you will I, love yeah. it. the it's acting too, is so it's good it's
1: too iconic for me to have still not seen it
0: yeah oh my god you will love it I think I have a feeling that like when you watch it like you will probably uh, be like this is gonna be my personality for a little bit
1: it probably will be because
0: you're like I think it's just oh my god it's so good um <laughs> Yeah, I can't wait for you to watch that. Yeah.
1: Um, Tyler's gone for a few days, so maybe I'll catch up on my oh, queue.
0: I'll watch it with you.
1: Oh,
0: I haven't seen it in a very long time. Yeah. Um, it's older. What is one thing going into our next year of this amazing experience?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Or like an author or something that you... No, will never change because like we kind of talked I'm about know. like yeah mm-hmm. like we kind of talked about like what like what has changed
1: mm-hmm. and
0: like an auto author that we like loved but like what is yeah. like one thing that you know will be consistent with you as a reader
1: mm-hmm. here on out so i kind of think like my constant search for new favorite sci-fi thrillers will always be something i'm like excited about because it's like sometimes so some some of what sci-fi sci-fi can get long and preachy sometimes Mm -hmm. like when it's not like paced the way i like so sometimes it's a little bit harder for me to like find that but i don't think it'll ever go away that like when i get a really good sci-fi thriller i'm so excited and so hooked and I'm normally like analyzing all kinds of stuff while I'm reading it
0: <laughs> that makes sense yeah. yeah yeah I was gonna say I was gonna like wonder if you were gonna say something about sci-fi thrillers because I feel like yeah. that's like something that like you'll always be like passionate about like that or like I just spy love thrillers. Them.
1: yes yep those are the two that are just so fun to find ones that I love the new one is the one I read this year because i think yeah because the paradox hotel was the one i i read a while ago and loved it so much and then i think this year the one i read was the new one that like stuck with me the most where like if i could know i could read a book really similar to that one i would Mm -hmm. so yeah now i'm yawning not because it's boring
0: like oh my god I'm like sci-fi
1: <laughs> oh my god oh god just <laughs>
0: thinking about it makes me sleepy yeah listen what about I mean, you probably like serial killer thrillers like anything that yeah. scares the shit out of me like and i think the thing is with like a serial killer thriller is that like my biggest fear is like a home invasion
1: mm-hmm.
0: or like being like attacked in any way shape or form like that um but I'm always, like, very curious about, like, the psychological aspect of, um, like, why somebody is a serial killer. Why they target, like, whatever their victim, you know, profile is. Mm-hmm. And, like, Jessica Noel, Bright Young Women. Like, I will forever read Jessica Noel. But, yeah. like, for her to write a book like that, that she wrote with Bright Young Women, I was like, this is, this, like, book is going to be, like, my go-to. Like, I want people to get on Instagram Or listen to this podcast and know that, like, if they read Bright Young Women, it was because, like, I was, like, forcing it down their throat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) I want everybody to read that book because it did scare the shit out of me. And it made me super sad. But It is. I think, That was even
1: what I said in my review. Like, just be prepared for, like, heavier reading.
0: Yeah. Like, and I, I mean, I'm used to, like, serial killer thrillers in the sense of, like, action-packed. Who done it kind of, you know, like like that style. Mm-hmm. So with this one, like I was really scared because the opening with Pamela terrified yes. me. Um but like I just kind of put myself in that position of like that must have been a horrifying time to be alive mm-hmm. for women. Um yes. And Well, and,
1: and she did such a good job of capturing how much at the same time like part of why it was so scary was how women were convinced (laughs) i don't know if you can hear bruce yet (laughs) um was bruce uh so jessica did a really good job of showing how like women didn't even think that they could have much agency so it made it even scarier is where i was going with that
0: yeah yeah and it was like so character driven because it was like it was scary that there's like this evil person out there that's doing Mm -hmm. all of this stuff but it's like the after effects of his crimes on you know women and like the people that were related to them and how like it like shattered so many lives you know just yeah even though they weren't like attacked themselves Mm -hmm. um but yeah it was just so good and it was so sad and I think that kind of like made me realize how much like There needs to be more stories like that within Mm -hmm. the subgenre of serial killer thrillers where they are very character driven because, you know, like in real life, people are like, oh, I remember like Jack the Ripper, but like, you don't know any of the victims or Ted Bundy Mm -hmm. or, you know, anything like that. I think that like the focus really should definitely be on the victims. Yes. Um, So, yeah, that's I'll always read a Jessica Knoll book, but I think that like that will be my like favorite book ever in my life for a
1: long mm-hmm. time oh until her next it's always fi- the best finding those
0: yeah yeah well I mean it's usually like just Jessica Null- like it's usually like when she releases a book I'm like I know this is gonna be like yeah my favorite book until whatever her next one is you know
1: right definitely, definitely. Yeah. do you have do you have any most memorable moment that you remember from the podcast in this last year.
0: Yeah, I do. Because
1: I have a I have a funny moment that happened. So <laughs> I went to get a massage from my friend. Um I was about to say who's a massage therapist, but you probably guessed that she was. I wasn't just demanding she massage me. <laughs>
0: she works in the deli.
1: <laughs> I wish like, my friend massage me. <laughs> but she has like actually, she's gotten a little bit more into reading because mm-hmm. she's watched some of our episodes. And so when we were when it, like I started like face down, and so then she had me like flip over. And naturally like i somehow managed to sweat even if i'm getting massage and so my bangs were like completely stuck like up and like just all kinds of angles and she started laughing and then started apologizing stop 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 it stop it (laughs) <laughs> I everyone everyone must be walking their dogs out there um so she started laughing and she's like I'm so sorry I'm not laughing at you well I kind of am and she was like I was just remembering that podcast episode where you were saying that you looked like that serial killer and I was like Larry and she was like I swear I'm not laughing at it I was like you are and that's okay (laughs) so I was just like cracking up I was like that clip was from like months ago but Larry was resurrected at my massage
0: I think the Larry bangs were like one of yeah. my, I think that was like one of my favorite <laughs> moments too, because like, I feel like that is something that like, if we were to make merch, like mm, yes. you, there could be something with like Larry on it.
1: Yes. Um, but it was
0: also like kind of like there. one of those like times that like, I knew we were going to have like an inside joke between us and uh-huh. whoever was listening.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. So it's been, it's been like, like that moment. Um, anytime somebody like tags us in like an Instagram story like mm-hmm. quoting us or like yes. saying that they're reading a book because they heard about it on the yes. podcast um, that's those, my favorite that's that. like that's like such a surreal moment for me like I think that's like mm-hmm. amazing and it like just like makes my heart like flutter when that me happens too.
1: Um, I love when people say we ruin their TBRs yeah. I'm proud TBR ruin or
0: same same <laughs> but i think like my favorite moment was like our first time talking like face to face like not through a text or a dm was right. our first episode yeah. and i literally just like us talking about how nervous we were for that first episode yes. whereas like now like I know you know if it wasn't for like us doing this on video for like YouTube Mm -hmm. and stuff like we could be recording this like laying on our couches or like laying in bed or whatever and like I just like don't get anxious about it whatsoever but like that first day like I was like (laughs) nervous the minute I woke up until like the end of it.
1: Yes. So we do.
0: Just like I was like, I
1: don't know, Tyler. We've never recorded anything.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And I think was like that's like what's like cracks me up too is that like I know we were both so nervous and like neither one of us knew that the other person was like nervous because I was like you do this all the time like you interview people all the time you interview authors all the time like you're not gonna be nervous talking to some like reader you know what I mean like you know what I mean so
1: yeah I was just like so out when I talk to new authors too which is like a good reminder to everyone you don't know when other people are freaking out like everyone yeah. could be feeling nervous about a situation and we're all just like oh we're totally normal and fine.
0: <laughs> yeah I think that way about like anxiety too like when people like some people yeah. like talk really fast when they have like anxiety yes. or they like focus on a situation or like a conversation yeah. and they like kind of like hyper fixate on it so mm-hmm. But yeah, you never know when anyone's freaking out. I don't freak out now, and I'm just like, yeah, let's fucking no. go. Like, I'm super pumped. <laughs> I know. But um, like, what
1: are we gonna talk about this time?
0: I also liked, like, I've kind of really enjoyed the evolution of us going from reading like the synopsis of a book from mm-hmm. like Goodreads or Amazon to like kind of just like being like, this is like kind of like a serial killer book about like X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Um, because I think that like. While we try to keep these episodes at, like, a normal length, Mm -hmm. it is more fun because we have more time to, like, talk about why we're excited for a book, like, why we love it, like, stuff like that. So I really liked that, like, evolution as well.
1: Yeah, me too. It's been so cool. I do. It is so fun when people read something or, like, even when it's a book that you've talked about, but then I see it pop up on, like, someone I know who listens and says they're reading it, and I'm like... (gasps) I wonder if it's because they heard us talking about it.
0: I know when That's I get so like fun. the notification and it's like, "Oh, I was listening to Killing the Tea and now I'm reading this and like, yeah, blah 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 blah." they like quote like something like funny that we said or, mm-hmm. um, my last one, because <laughs> you're <laughs> by techie Becky. Like you just do like the yeah. coolest things with like our reels and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and like editing and producing and just like all around an amazing, talented human Ducky, being. Ducky.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um my favorite thing is when I'm just scrolling through in um through TikTok uh-huh. and one of our reels pops up.
1: <laughs> I bet that is so fun.
0: Like, cause it's just my for you page. Yeah. It's not like you know how you can switch it to like only people that you're following.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, mine, I never switched to that. I always just I have like, my either. regular, like, For You page whatnot. Yes. And so, like, when it pops up and it's, like, a conversation that we're having and it's, like, a real, <laughs> even if it's, like, an, especially yeah. if it's an older one because then I, like, mm-hmm. to, like, reminisce and, like, laugh a little bit. But it just, like, yes. feels so cool to, like, see, like, a real pop-up yeah. of, like, us recording an episode of, you know, something that's been such a huge part of my life for the last year.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I love when so you
0: ask awesome. me what's your favorite thing and i list off like four or five
1: (laughs) i know at first you're like you're like uh (laughs) and then you're like all of these things (laughs) i'm here for it though and some of the authors i've met have been so sweet and cool and fun yeah so that's fun too yeah but it's more just us on this one most Mm -hmm. of the time yeah happy anniversary Bessie. Thanks. You too.